What's up, hot dog fans? Welcome back to Erico Blueberry. It's an unassuming Destiny podcast. My name is Chili Bin. Ah, oh, Mackie. Yeah, you, you just a you... meaty little boy. <laughs> I was going to be like, "Are you a fan of hot dogs?" But that feels like a weird, veiled question to something else. I'm just going to leave that one sitting out there. <laughs> you like hot dogs? <laughs> you got games on your phone? <laughs> Immediately off the rails. What are we doing? You play Among Us? N- not since first lockdown. Since the week it was actually popular. Oh, it was a little bit longer than that, but I remember playing that a lot when we were forced to stay at home and had a five kilometer radius that we were allowed outside. And playing that every time I thought to myself, hmm, I want to gaslight a bunch of men for 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's it's why, like, I I got turned off that because of how much it made me despise people I wanted to like. And a lot of those, like, social deduction games do a good job of, like, abstracting, deceiving your friends. So it's like, oh, we can leave this and still enjoy each other. But, like, Among Us is like, to win, you have to literally lie to people's faces. You have to gaslight people. Yeah. It's like, I I don't like this. Which is why you and I kept losing. Yeah, because I was not (laughs) great at the lying part. (laughs) And I get the giggle. (laughs) Yes. You would, like, come out of a vent wrong and then someone wouldn't notice, but you'd be laughing about the whole thing. And then oh, just gave it away. Where did you come from, Mackie? And you just hear me giggling. <laughs> uh, anyway. That's why I think we should go back and play it now that they've got proximity chat built in. Because you just imagine uh, doing an activity and you just hear my giggling approaching in the distance. I think, I think they did like proximity game audio or mic audio, sorry, for like, it was either Warzone or one of those Battle Royale games. And it's it's just so chaotic. PUBG you, has it too. Yeah, yeah, PUBG I played a whole bunch way back in the day. And like when you merc someone and then you just hear them go, oh, what the fuck? And that's all you hear. So good. They have proximity chat in Minecraft as well and it, yeah. it gets real fucky. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the dumbest things like that that I've ever seen, and then we'll start talking about Destiny, um, on the Xbox 360, the game Burnout Revenge, very arcade racer right you you like if you pit maneuver someone they will spin out and blow up and that's kind of the point of racing in that game but if you had the xbox 360 camera hooked up and pointed at something or your face ideally your face but at anything the moment someone took you out it would snap a screenshot out of that camera and send it to them there must have been just a lot of dicks buttholes (laughs) People like yelling at the screen, and then if they had the camera, obviously they know that, that where that image is going. So just like, just like raging out at their cameras. Um, yeah, there's a reason that not Early many buttons. games did that. <laughs> now I was just thinking, could you imagine open world voice chat in Destiny, and it's just proximity based? So you're on the no. moon, and you just hear someone sparrow passing. <laughs> Just cosplaying the police. <laughs> just be me giggling in proximity chat. <laughs> Riding around on that spider or the crab. Just like... <laughs> nyan, 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 nyan. 
me adding my own sound effects in proximity chat. Pew, pew. Yes, everybody, like, not just the people in your fire team, everyone needs to get the Mechie Destiny experience. And by that I mean the experience of playing Destiny near Mechie. But never in the same room. No, that's not allowed. Destiny is in no pants zone. <laughs> Unless I'm streaming or I'm in a video chat with you guys. 90% of the time I'm playing Destiny, I'm just in a t-shirt. Amazing. I love that for you. You gotta be comfy to be a goblin with my homies. Yeah, I mean it's winter, so I do that by wearing sweatpants. Um, yeah, boy. We'll I see don't what happens in summer. Hopefully, by summer I can replace the stupid fucking leather thick foam chair that reflects heat back into me uh, with something that is a little more heat friendly, and then oh, maybe I will own... make it a no pants zone. You want to? Don't want to forever feed your butthole warmth back and forth. I also don't want my my skin to stick to it because it's just uncomfortable. I don't like it. Secret Lab can fuck off. I've got that dumb. rich Finnish vinegar sweat. What? <laughs> I, got, I live on a diet of pickled pickled food, so I got that vinegar sweat. So all <laughs> TMI time with Mickey. Yeah. All of the leather on the bottom of my chair is all cracked and peeling. <laughs> Mine's starting to get that way, but it's like I've had this chair for, I don't know, four or five years. And... I sweat on it because it gets hot and then I stick to it and I guess parts of the leather come off. Anyway, um, getting weird in here. Again. Herman Miller, sponsor us. Bruh. Yeah, <laughs> we please. sweaty. Send me a $2,500 chair. I'll tell everyone how good they are, apparently. I'm thick. I'm thick. I have hip issues. Please send me chair. Yeah, definitely going down the like mesh chair route. Leather chairs are stupid. People get leather like car seats i don't understand you so your farts don't get trapped in them yeah but we live in australia it gets hot as fuck here it's not conducive your, your booty stank gets stuck in them yeah i don't that's why i have a, a leather lounge chair because i don't want my booty stank getting stuck in it yeah no, we can't do this i don't understand leather lounge chairs either <laughs> leather furniture is for the devil and then I ruin it all because I wear body oil. <laughs> so uh, all of my leather's ruined. I can't. No. Okay. We are going to talk about Destiny now, whether you, <laughs> you want to or not. I'm going to drag us into it. Um, I say that and then I haven't actually played since reset this week. I was going to do that like this evening, but I got Solstice stuff to do. I got. Yeah. I got a dredgen to guild and it's gambit week. So I have to play gambit this week. Um, I'm going to say, oh, that's a lie. I did my, for some reason, I was, this never happens. You know me as a person. Um, I got like the urge to do strikes and you know how much I don't like strikes. Yeah. But for some reason I was just sitting at my PC the other night and I was like, I'm going to do some strikes. Yeah. Th those so I did about are, that's, that's 15 me if I wanna, strikes. Like, catch up on podcasts and shit. I'll just like put a video or a thing on and just grind yeah, them out. So I did my I did my eight my eight bounties and then my pinnacle and then I got a whole bunch of silver leaf because I was doing a of course activity in the contender gear. Yep. And then I went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even like go do a bonfire to do all the leaf stuff. <laughs> Fucking see ya. Drunk six Jack Daniels and went to bed. Oh, you had one of those nights. I love those nights. Were you just getting like <laughs> quietly drunk by yourself? 
I made myself some There's a word for that in Finnish. Uh, Kalaskanit. Yeah, it's so good. It's my favorite concept. Pants drunk. Yeah. So good. But people at work ask me what I'm doing and I say Kalaskanit. Staying home, like, getting drunk. I'm not going anywhere. Fuck off. They don't even ask questions. They're like, yep. Some same weird <laughs> Finnish thing, I guess. Same again, then. Just <laughs> gonna go do that weird Finnish thing again. It's my favorite Finnish thing. Yeah, but yeah, I did some. I did some bonfire. No, I didn't do bonfires. That's a straight up lie. Um, I did some <laughs> strikes and then got some silver leaves. Leafs, as I annoy someone in our fire team mm-hmm. by calling them leafs. Yeah. Um. It's really great it? to say. I got some silver leaves, and then someone <laughs> in the chat go, "Leaves." <laughs> like, yeah, leaves. That's what I'm si- saying. One silver leaf, two silver leaves. Yeah, one foot, two foots. Happy silver leaf Erickson Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I bought some stuff from the store. What the Eververse store? Yeah, I just used all my bright dust on some of the goofy stuff that's there at the moment. You didn't want to wait for the crab? I'll get more bright. I've got a shitload of bright dust at oh, the moment okay. just because I've been doing all those bounties and then doing bonfires and yeah. then... So I think I should be okay. I'll just have to do... Oh, I'll come play Gambit with you and just stack seasonal up some challenges, more. challenges, yeah. That's I'll stack one. up some more um, bright dust by doing seasonals and then also the um, weeklies because they give a small... Yes, there aren't weekly bounties for Gambit, though. You'll have to find those elsewhere. Oh, the resettables. Oh, the, yeah. Do they, they don't give Bright Dust, the repeatable bounties. Some of them do. I think some of them do. I thought they stopped doing that because it was so exploitable. Anyway. Yeah, I've been stacking Bright Dust somehow. Seasonal challenges. Like, if you're not Probably. spending it, those give you a heap. Yeah, and then I think I've gotten a couple of small gifts of Bright Dust through the Eververse engrams and then also my se- uh, my season ranks. Yeah, true. That would do it. That would I'll get, get you my a crab. crab. I think I'm like 200 Bright Dust away from it's pr- probably... I reckon it'll Close be 2,400. Time. It'll be the same price as most of the Sparrows, which I think is 2,400, 2,700. Something like that. I looked at it. I, I got 22, so... yeah. Yeah, you're right there. Yeah. yeah. Crab, 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 crab. Crab, 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 crab. crab. <laughs> I'm so tired. Um, we did, what did we do? Right before reset. This uh, Shattered week. throne and duality. Duality. I did it while listening to Slipknot so that duality actually played. And that was a weirdly intense time. A particularly cursed run of duality. Yeah, it took us like two hours because we kept getting like bell glitched. We got just absolutely just fucking ganked by the game every single time we loaded in to fight Keitel. Well, it wasn't just loading in. It was like, oh, we're going to hit the bell and go through. Team wipe. Fuck you, I guess. Like four or five times. And then we just, it was just annoying. No, like, and like no idea why. It was just like and then, bell, bell transition happens, immediate death. And then there was a there was a point where I was trying to get the um chalice the essence. Standard. Yeah. Yeah, the standard essence. And my scion didn't pop in. 
And then while yeah. I was waiting for it to pop in, I got just absolutely dunked on by the um the Centurion. Boy. Oh, the Colossus like, with the, yeah. the big cannon, yeah. Yeah, and it, while I was standing there looking around for the Scion and it just didn't pop in and I was like, mm. wait, what the fuck? Am I on the wrong platform? And then it just absolutely just doinked me from across the map and then you I died have. and I was like... Like if, if that was second time going over when we've already taken a couple of Scions out. No, because they no, it was. It was the first time where I, I died mm. and you were like, did you get the essence? And I was like, no, it never came in. Scion never came in, yeah. Yeah, there's some like, we had some odd timing on enemies spawning in. Like there was one point we'd gone over for the damage phase. Bell, uh, the, yeah, the bell keepers came in. I killed two of them and then they spawned two more because we, I think, went in just a little too fast. Mm. Um, because we're like hitting the big bell and then shooting one of the small ones to go over early to take out the bell keepers before Keitel actually pulls you through. I think that caused some weirdness because we were just like, ha we're already here. And she was like, hey, how about you start again? Yeah. How about actually no? Which was, it was a little bit frustrating because we had such a clean Shattered Throne run. Yeah. I mean, like the rest of Duality was pretty clean too. Like we were doing well, we've done it before. And it's not like we're, we're still figuring parts of it out. It was like, okay, yeah, we had to recover a little bit. That's normal. But this was like, no, here's actually a bunch of what seem like issues that yeah. are just not consistent or going away. I don't know. Yeah. At the same time, I'm not like going to fucking make a 13 tweet long rant about no. it like some people because it's it what in the six times I've done duality – which means you've probably done it, what, seven or eight to 12 times because you've done a few like more that. runs than me. Yeah. That's the only time we've had a particularly cursed run. Yeah. On other like runs, we had the issue. Issues. Yeah. I think on the other runs, we had an issue where it spawned us in down the bottom and not up on the platform where the essence bearers are. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it spawns but you like nothing... in the middle in front of where, the, where one of the Colossuses is. Yeah, yeah. I think we've had that happen maybe once or twice in all the times we've run it. It was just, yeah. This last run was just cursed for some reason. Yeah, it was just a little bit haunted. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit odd, but no, I still like that dungeon. I, I forgot so much of Shattered Throne because I haven't done it in ages. Same. Same. Like I forgot that there's no rally banners, so you don't get ammo top ups as you go. You have to just like start hoarding ammo as soon as it comes through. Um. And they were like, you know, mechanics and stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I remember this. And then most of it was still there, but it was just, it's just you know, you're blowing the cobwebs off. It felt a bit rusty. Yeah. Didn't feel as confident as I do in other kind of mm. dungeons that we yeah, run yeah. together. And... Yeah. But that was last week's rotator. I don't even know what this week's rotator is. I'm going to yeah. guess it's prophecy. But I, think so. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't even looked. I've barely opened the game. <laughs> Either way, the dungeons are a lot of fun. Yeah, and especially... We'll have to do a grasp run again soon because we yeah. haven't done grasp in ages and it's a lot Especially of fun. like having a reason to go back to them is, is good because there was definitely like... Oh, there was a couple of seasons ago, like some of us would just be like, oh, let's just go do all of the dungeons tonight. But you're not actually... That's the... Like doing the activity as its own reward at that point. It's not, oh, you're going to get a pinnacle out of finishing it. It's just, uh, it's just kind of fun. Um, yeah. Didn't have anything else to do. But now, once a week, 
a different dungeon will give you a pinnacle, but you have to get all the way to the end. Yeah. And I'm still waiting on 1570 arms. It's a new week. There's new pinnacles. Um, that was actually like the other night. I think it was like maybe Wednesday or Thursday. I opened Destiny. I was like, oh, I'll go and grab a pinnacle. Maybe it's arms. I opened the game, looked around a couple of things, and I was like, I did the math of what is the shortest pinnacle I could get. And I was like, oh, probably like three strikes or three crucible matches. I was like, shift escape, quick game. I don't care. <laughs> I just was not in the mood. Yeah. <laughs> For like even that amount of destiny. I was like, ah, I'll get it later. It's not. It's not urgent. It's annoying, but it's not urgent. Yeah, and it's like there's less less of a pressure for raid prep now that they've yes brought everything down yes. and they've announced everything. Speaking of that, mm-hmm. we got some information about the raid, the new raid. <laughs> you may have a little bit of information a and a treat. <laughs> A little tweak. Um, we have the raid date and the date at which they'll tell us which raid it is because it's another one of the reprised raids uh, similar to Vault of Glass. Um, everybody's busy on Twitter trying to get engagement by guessing at which one it's going to be. Literally no one has anything to base that on. So who cares? You're just trying to farm engagement. Um, but August 26th, in the US, so 27th for us down under. Um, they're moving it back a day to what they usually do. So normally it's a Saturday morning US time, Sunday morning our time. Moving it back so it's uh, 10 a.m. on a Friday in the US. I don't know if it's a public holiday or something, but interesting that they've chosen to pull it back by a day. Um, so for us, it's a Saturday morning. It's largely the same. It's at the weekend. Who cares? Uh, it's for us. It's a three a.m. launch time, probably, which it usually is. Uh, no thanks. <laughs> but um, that's dropping three days after the the big showcase about Lightfall. Um, well, presumably, presumably Lightfall, but I don't see what else it would be. Um, so yeah, that's on like the Tuesday. Uh, so for us again, this, this time zone bullshit's annoying. So for us. Wednesday, right before reset, is when the showcase is, which is what they did with the Witch Queen one. It was like showcase into next season, um, which was season of the Lost, I believe. And that was when they did all the crystal stuff, and that was pretty cool. And they had a bunch of that season stuff in the showcase. So, Wednesday morning, Wednesday, Wednesday, uh, Wednesday morning, <laughs> showcase, reset happens. That'll be season uh, 18, the next season. Right? Yes. Um, yes. We go into that. And then a couple of days later, new raid. Yeah. I don't know about you. I can't be fucked trying to do this one day one. Even for even for laughs. I just, I can't be bothered. Yeah. And it's also like, it's going to be a reprised raid. Mm. So I'm like less worried about spoilers. Oh yeah. It's, spoilers is one thing, but like, the, the, the sheer challenge of trying to clear it day one with contests. Like yeah. I'd, 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 and also because it's a reprise raid, they're doing the same thing as Vault where you've got to do a full run of the raid to unlock the challenge that you then have to go and complete it again with in order to clock a world, well, world's first, day one completion. Um, I just, yeah, can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah. 
It's yeah. Like we'll get know. we'll get to it when we can, we can get a group together and organize that. And like the um, power rating on it is fifteen sixty, so very achievable. Yeah, I because these are reprised rates. I'm I itch less to get in day one as it opens to experience it, yeah. just so I don't have some of the experiences ruined for me. But if it's like, yeah, if it's gonna be a reprised raid, and like my suspicions are line up with a lot of old school Destiny players, where I'm like, with the last expansion. And then the current story, the two that make the most sense are Lev and Crota. Yeah. But also they, when they did Vault, it wasn't related to anything they were doing at the time it, of the game. They kind of ran it parallel with the whole splicer side of side story and stuff. Yeah, I guess. Like they tried their best to kind of a little bit like link it, just to yeah. be like, oh, this is why it's back, because splicing. And I'm like, yeah, yeah okay, fair enough. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Very nice. Have a good day. Yeah, <laughs> Understandable. But like we did, we did the the day one thing for Vault, and that was like we knew if if we to get a completion on day one, you had to basically do it twice. We're like, ah, whatever. We'll go in and have some I, fun, see how far we get. But it, that was about it. It was very nice as someone who hadn't played Vault mm. in a long time. I think I ran Vault. Twice. It was my old clan and fire team's least favorite raid. Right. Our favorite was Crota because Crota was once you once you knew how to just nail everything down. Crota it was a bit like DSC where it could very comfortably become a thirty minute raid. Yeah, sure. Um, and it was just one of those raids where you know, like we do with DSC, where it's just like, hey, raid run, mm. get a get a ragtag team together and go. Shoot some people. Yeah. But, um, ooh, that's a bad sentence. Shoot yeah. some Crota. Yeah, play some video games. Play some <laughs> Dibio games. <laughs> um, so, like, I don't know, actually. Now that I'm thinking of it, I'm like, if it's Crota, I might be like, hey. Not a 3 a.m. run, but like a... Yeah, I, st I still just... Yeah, I, do I don't... Those, I can't be kind of want to day one recapture those nostalgia tingles i got with vault of glass yeah like week one would be nice and we don't have the power grind so like it'll be easy enough to organize that but yeah i don't want to i don't yeah. want to do that not again uh, not this time maybe it's next time. speculation though it's just been high roll well and and like i said like there, there's no information to base it off other than like Oh, they're kind of talking about Callus and the story this season. It's like, okay. My so... my favorite <laughs> my favorite speculation is like, homie, you can just say, I want it to be this. I would like yeah. it to be this. You don't have to sit there and theory craft and connect all these dots to say it and will just be this. Make all these reaches to be like, I believe it's gonna be this because of X, Y, and Z. You can you can just tweet, hey, you know it'd be really fun. If the next raid was Crota, that yeah. would be nice. Yep. You can just say that. You don't you don't have to make up some bullshit reason. You can just like a raid. <laughs> yeah. Some yeah. of these like big long tweet threads of like screenshots and like Pepe de Silva levels of just like Yeah, there's an emote for that. How crazy <laughs> you look. Homie, just tweet and say, I kinda want Crota back. Yeah. <laughs> But okay, like one day they'll probably do that. 
It doesn't just necessarily tweet. mean it's this one. <laughs> just tweet, I miss Leviathan. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. You don't have to. You don't have to make these reaches. Yeah, it's just. I it's, miss Leviathan. It was a fun raid. It'd be nice if it came back this season. That's it. <laughs> it just feels like an extension of that entitlement shit of like, I want it to be this, so therefore I'm going to come up with reasons to try and convince other people that that's what it is, so that when it's not that, we feel justified about getting angry that it's not that. It's so funny. Childish, <laughs> you look, dude. You look goofy. Yeah. Tweet less, log off. Just ah. say you want, you want a certain raid. This is no harm in just being like, man, it'd be nice if it was Leviathan. Yeah. Yeah, it would. You know what would be funny? Spire of Stars. Bring that back only. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. You know how, like, Judge. dude, this, <laughs> this season where we're, like, going through the underbelly and digging around the Leviathan's guts. Yeah. You know what raids did that? Eater of Worlds and Spire of Stars. Not even full raids. Suck my dick. Gurge. <laughs> For mm. no reason. Mm. <laughs> we so funny. <laughs> we we heard you missed Sparrow Racing and you really wanted us to bring it back. Oh yeah. <laughs> here's here's what you get. This is all we know how to do with sparrows. <laughs> here's this one section where you get chased by the fucking sun. <laughs> oh man, that's right. Yeah. Or bring back that one part of the story during the um, Curse of Osiris campaign where you're like literally trying to hide from the sun because you're on Mercury and it's right there. <laughs> All of the most annoying parts in a single I, raid. I just, um, every time I think of that raid in that section, I think of at the end of, you know when Evan F does a raid race video? Mm. And he puts bloopers on at the end? Yeah. When, um... Was it math class? They were like all standing there and then they opened the doors. And then one of them, I can't remember who it is, he just like turns around. Like his camera turns around and he sees the servitor and you just hear him go, Oh, the star! And starts screaming. Ah, uh, yes. Imagine if they just debated the community and yeah. they were just like, So we heard you guys really love sparrow racing and you love sparrows. Oh, no, because they're making this announcement at the showcase where everyone's just like taking everything on board. They're like, yes, this is sick. Everything you're telling me is true. And then That's they just I mean, fucking man. switch on them. They jubate where they're yeah. just like, so we've heard your calls about Sparrow Racing and we understand you miss Sparrow Racing. Scourge. Yes. <laughs> Have you heard of Scourge? Yes. Would you, <laughs> would you like an anarchy? Jubate everyone. Actually, that's a good, a good thing to think about. Vault came back and they gave us an updated Vex Mythoclast. What do those old raids have for exotics? Um, I can't remember. Even though Crota was my, I got, I got a uh, uh, exotic on the Crota raid. Mm. Uh, the first run. <laughs> yes. My good old. Um, good old Mickey just completely unhinged RNG where where it's either the best or just completely shit house. Yeah, for months on end. Special weapons, heavy weapons, other. I can't remember. Did we get a gun for Crota? 
I don't know. I never did it. I never did D1 Legendary. There was a bunch of really interesting legendaries. So you had yeah. Oversoul Edict, Abyss Defiant, Word of Crota, Fang of Iryut, um, Shaders, mm. Heavy Weapons were legendaries. Yeah, what if they were, what exotic. is it, Touch of Malice? Is that one? That's a name I know. Yeah, Touch of Malice. Yeah. Put, put that in there. Why not? Hello, welcome to the Destiny 2 Research Podcast. Yeah, fucking two nerds typing on the keyboards. Um, yeah, because that was one of the um, Weapons of Sorrow. It was a Book of Sorrow. It's hive shit. You know what it is. Crota's end, touch of malice. Why not? Yeah. Or just a very big hive sword. Oh, yeah, big fuck-off, like, hive sword. Yeah, you know those, like, big dudes we used to have to fuck with in the Ascendant plane that you cannot touch but will just, like, chop you? One of those. Choppy! Yeah, give me, give me a gun blade. Wait, we have those. They're glaives. Anyway, new raid is coming. Oh, um, uh, Crota wasn't ex- any exotic drop. Yeah, okay. Yeah, new raid is coming, as is a bunch of information about the future of Destiny. I think that's the, the official line they've given us. Witness what's next. That's what it was. Um, yeah. I'm very excited. Maybe, maybe this is where they start to drop some more hints about Final Shape as well. Oh, that'd be good. Just like little sprinklings, right? Because like given what we've seen of the witness and what they might show in the showcase, they might be able to make a leap forward and say, and here's what happens a year later in a very like teasery kind of way. Maybe the pyramids unfold and turn into more complex shapes. They're actually just origami. (laughs) (laughs) They're those, the fortune teller. (laughs) Oh my God. And the witness is just sitting there fucking playing with the thing. You are going to die. No! (laughs) Pick your favorite color. Blue. B-L-U-E. Pick a number. (laughs) Forgot about those. (laughs) I made one the other day to terrorize a co-worker. (laughs) Actually? I make them all the time. Oh, man. All right, really cursed shit in them. <laughs> Little pictures of you. Um, cool. There wasn't much else about the raid, obviously, because they're talking about it at the showcase. But the other very long piece of text in the TWAB was about some crucible matchmaking changes that are coming yeah. next season and then some more stuff that's coming the season after, um, which are kind of interesting. The thing everyone has been asking for, though yeah. now y'all can shut up. Yes. Um, so Please. The, the short version is they are introducing what they've called loose skill-based matchmaking into most Crucible playlists, I think is what they've said. And as far as, as, far as I remember from the TWAB, this is how it works now in Survival and Glory playlists. Um. Skill-based matchmaking, the, the theory behind it is that you will end up playing matches against people that are close to your skill range. 
so hopefully that means tighter matches, more interesting and enjoyable matches, and not just getting stomped because some dude who is so good at this game will always get you. Um, yeah. So I like the and they wrote this huge explainer over like what they're doing, why, and like all of this detail. It's, it's well worth a read. I am not going to try and uh, paraphrase it here, except to say. All right, you got it. Now, what are you going to complain about? Because if we know anything about PvP Twitter, uh, they're the reason Bungie have decided to talk less publicly about what they do. Uh, it was like uh, one of the one of one of Tassie's hits this week. A Forbes article was laying out the fact that Bungie have walked back some of their public transparency because of shitheads in the community, um, which is shit. It just sucks because yeah. it's been like one of the most open studios in the world. Uh, and lately it's just a lot of people being super fucking entitled and thinking they know anything at all about software development or game development or design, systems design, whatever it is. Just running their fucking mouth, threatening people, harassing people. I might have been in the replies of that thread fucking roasting some fools. Good. Fucking. There were a lot of there was a lot of the um. Well, you are on Twitter, so deal with it. Kind of, it's yeah. the same thing as oh, they're a celebrity, so they they yeah, should actually, learn to get. Actually, um, no. Some dude being like, oh, they're community managers, they should get a thicker skin, and I was just like, no, they shouldn't. Yeah, they shouldn't have to. You should be less no, of a shithead. No line of employment has a. Oh, by the way, you're going to get death threats. Um, get over it. Yeah. clause in their contract you no, shouldn't be you should be literal laws against that <laughs> one dude like obviously he must have been guilty of it because he was going way too far to justify it and i was like bro why are you threatening someone's life over a game just yeah. fucking Grow take up. a leaf out of tyler the creator's book and just yo homie just fucking turn it off yeah yeah if, if you are playing a Get video the game internet. to the point where you want to kill someone or even as a joke you don't need that. you don't need gun balancing in destiny 2 you need therapy yeah <laughs> have you considered therapy yeah please um there's just but, way too many people trying to justify it and i was like not on my fucking watch and yeah, some no. of them try to come from like cosmo and shit and i was like not on my watch yeah like and one of them tried to come for lana and i was like oh bitch you yeah. better fucking <laughs> where he met yes okay Me before we go too far axed. before we go too far down that road um like any changes to this game um my usual approach holds which is i'm gonna wait and see like yeah, yeah. I've, I've read the theory i work on building software for a living so i kind of get it i get the challenges behind what they're doing around networking and like all of the different ways you have to solve this problem um, but I'm still not going to run my mouth about it. Like I'm going to see how it feels when I get to play it myself. Um, I've certainly like, as someone who doesn't care all that much for crucible, but kind of enjoys it from time to time, I've definitely felt the things Mayhem, they're trying to address. <laughs> yeah. But like the things they're trying to address with this, where, you know, you're getting wasted because a couple of people are, are like so far away from the rest of the team that they're just getting all the kills and running the map. Um, I don't enjoy that part of it. It's why I don't fuck with stuff like trials. Um, 
I mean, Trials also has a pretty perverse incentive structure built around it, so I don't care for that either. Um, but I, I, what, what, I, what I am excited about is the potential to go into a match of control and be able to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the people in that match and have it feel a little more balanced for me individually. I think my favorite flip side of that coin is a lot of people are about to learn that they're, they're not, not as good, good as they think they are. Yeah. They're going to get matched in with like people that they don't think are good, but are basically trading with them. Yeah. I think, um, and this is just a mechie prediction based on what I know about communities. Um, I think when this goes live, you're going to see an insurgence or a raise in uh, people claiming that hacking is back. Watch. Uh -huh. There's going to be a lot of people who can't accept they're not as good as they are, and they're just going to be like, today I was in a game with a guy who clearly had wall hacks on. I was like, mm. Yeah. Also, the confirmation bias around weapon meta, it'd be like, oh, I've noticed this gun kill me a whole bunch. It's like, yeah, but how many how many kills total is that a percentage of? Oh, it doesn't matter. Don't know. It's, it's Lord of Wolves is bad. Like Lord of Wolves is a bit of a problem, but it'll be oh, one eighty hand cannons are cracked now. Nerf them. It'll be all that stuff all over again. Um, which you know is is the kind of feedback they have to pay attention to for PvP stuff. But it'll be a whole bunch of unfounded bullshit this time around. There'll be a lot of people who are too cocky for their own good who are going to yeah. have a hard time being knocked down a peg. So. Yeah. I just want to go in there and know that I'm playing people have that, fun. that I should on paper be pretty even against, right? Yeah, which is like, that's the that's the thing too that's always kind of shook, like gotten me about Destiny. And I'm, I'm not a huge PvP person in Destiny mm. anyway. Even like, except for that period where I just, for some reason, just lost my mind apparently and got super into trials and PvP yeah. with my friends. But I ran with a really good group of people, so like pvp centric people mm -hmm. but i come from a pretty heavily pvp first person shooter background so like i played csgo i played cod i played battlefield and like cs is pretty rough mm -hmm. so when i came and played destiny and i'm terrible at pvp no matter how much i played it as someone who knows for a fact they're good at first person shooters it's always kind of shaken me a little bit we're mm -hmm. like Destiny has always knocked me down a peg, but then I'll jump into CSGO with a friend or another first-person shooter with a friend, Battlefield or something, and just dick around. And I'm dinking people and, like, and I'm just like, this feels weird. And then I realize it's because I'm being pitted against people who spend, I spend eight hours a day playing PvE. They spend eight hours a day doing Trials, Crucible, yeah. um, Survival, Elimination, yeah. like... And currently, I believe they're using a connection-based matchmaking system. So they're prioritizing good network connections between all the players to the server and all of the players to each other. And so skill doesn't really, it's not really a variable in that kind of system. Mm. So this, this will be interesting to see. Because like, yeah, you want to play against harder players so that you challenge yourself and get better. But you don't want them to be so far out of reach that you're never able to like make up that ground. You want somebody who's like yeah. just outside, and that's where the way that they've des described the system. That's gonna, where that will come in. 
the way they've explained it is just like this, even though it's going to be skill-based, it's like it's still going to push you to do better because they have certain parameters that the moment you hit those parameters, you basically get moved up a, yeah. and you're kind of bottom of the pack again. And then yeah. as you start to head towards the top of the pack, you get moved into a harder set of parameters. Yeah. So it's just like, the, I really like the, that. The fucking... The, the, the Prestige the, system in Call of Duty, basically. Well, yeah, and I mean like go back to halo 2 with true skill right like microsoft yeah. op- like published the research paper for true skill on the internet you can just go use true skill in shit your building yeah. i say that because my workplace did that for their mario kart analytics system <laughs> hell yeah because <laughs> it's because it's designed to track and rank an arbitrary number of players against each other in an arbitrarily large multiplayer scenario right kind of what we're doing here um and i did actually really appreciate as someone who looked into the elo ranking system really appreciated them calling that out and in like one line at the end of a paragraph to be like currently if you want to get a sense for like where you rank there are websites which will give you an elo ranking then they went and said like you know use it at your own risk it doesn't actually mean shit in this context like it's designed for 1v1 matches in chess that is what elo is for you can do complicated stuff where you're treating a multiplayer game as a series of 1v1 matchups and doing a bunch of weird math, but it's just not the same as something like True Skill or like an actual skill based multiplayer matchmaking system. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how this shake things, shakes thing up, shakes things up. Um, even if it's just to get some people quiet on Twitter for a change, man. Holy shit. Some people need to pull their head in big yeah, time. That happens in all communities. People just get too cocky. Like, yeah. I mean, it's a fucking video game. We make a podcast about it still, but like, it's like, it's a fucking video game, my guy. Yeah. Yeah. I've been busy. I haven't played. I have a job that isn't playing Destiny. That's the other thing too, is like the other big, like noisy thing on Twitter around it is like, uh, there's no content in the game. It's like, well, yeah, because you burnt an entire season or event worth of content in a day because you don't do anything else. Like, go and do something else if there's nothing in this game for you to do. Like, wait until next week. There will be more. It's a week-by-week live service game. That's how the shit works. You're not meant to just do it all at once. Play Power Wash Simulator. Just yeah. calm the fuck down. Go back to No Man's Sky. That game is dope and just keeps getting updates for free. Uh, and play barbecue simulator with your friends. There you go. <laughs> that game's haunted. Go for a walk for your stupid mental health because it seems like you all need it. Look up a Chloe Ting workout and go get yourself a booty. There you go. Yeah. Some abs. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, unfortunately, that at the moment. And it's and it's it's because and I'll be honest, it's because a lot of the less toxic, especially content creators and, and members of the Destiny community, because it's quiet, yeah, are playing other games. They're they're yeah. doing things. Well, they're also not they're, just going and yelling about shit on Twitter. Yeah, like, that's not productive. They know that they're and they've got constructive ways of voicing their upset or concern over something yeah, that's happening okay. in the game. I have to shout out. I don't know if you if you follow him, Log Power Slave. Um, <laughs> his shit on Twitter is so good lately because he's just like subtweeting entire groups of people, 
and like all the shit that we're saying, but like super sarcastically, uh, yeah, super sarcastic, a lot more force behind the words. Um, but is also like he's he's one half of the um, what is it, Destiny Down Under podcast with Mylan Games. Um, so yeah. like they're out there, they're 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 well known folks. Um, his shit is so entertaining at the moment. There's a there's another creator I can't remember his name. Oh, I feel terrible. Um, he's a British Destiny streamer, mm-hmm. and like he'll like retweet someone being particularly toxic or having just an unnecessary cry about the game, and he'll just say something innocuous like, "Have you have you eaten vegetables lately?" <laughs> <laughs> Call your mother. <laughs> yeah, or he'd be like, "Homie, go get some water." Yeah. <laughs> like, just... Would you like me to make you some tea? Like, it's really aggressive shit, but it's also, like, oddly in the interest of the person complaining's health. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you considered eating vegetables lately? That's very good. Or, like, he'll retweet it, and then he'll, like, retweet it with, like, a calm tea recipe linked oh, to good. it. Oh, good. That's very oh, on the nose. One of the one I saw is he retweeted a guy who's in Colorado having a big whinge about the game. And what he did is because the guy had his his location in his profile, he linked the local dispensary oh, in Colorado. I knew that's where this was going. <laughs> he was like, weed is legal you, where you are. Yeah, he's like, have you considered just not playing Destiny and maybe just going and chilling out yeah. and linking a weed dispensary? Eat a, eat a brownie and sit on the couch for like five hours motionless. Come on. Cool. <laughs> Have an edible. Go play mayhem because it's a good time. Mm. But yeah, I love I love seeing that kind of shit pop up, and I love seeing because I've slowly like you and I we mute shitty people. Toxic I, people. I've been muting and blocking like crazy the last month. So oh, pretty much everyone who tried to justify abusing the community managers got a block from me. So, and even Paul, I, I'm, on, I'm on a fucking. Was replying to people being like, thanks for letting me know I should block you. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I'm, I'm on such a fucking hair trigger. If I see someone posting crucible footage, I, I will like take one brief look and be like, nah, mute. I don't need this shit. Like you're trying to post this and be like, oh, this is why the guns are broken. So fuck off. No, no. I like the people who twist, post when the game accidentally breaks and funny shit happens. I like yes. that. So sometimes I'll yes. watch the video to make sure it's not like, a whinge it's like oops yeah. this is funny yes but yeah it's like now that now that i'm following more kind of positive relaxed mm. influences in the community i'm starting to also see these smaller creators that these bigger creators enjoy because they've got the same energy yeah. like the only reason i came across that british guy was because i think one of the f- the um female destiny 2 people i follow now retweeted one of his tweets because it was such a good burn yeah, and I was like, I went, I scrolled through his Twitter, and I was just like, yeah, you get my follow on yeah. both of my accounts. Yeah, you get. <laughs> I, th- I think like the thing that I've realized is having a lot of shit on my mute and block list means that if I see someone retweeting one of those, and it goes like, this tweet cannot be displayed. It's like, oh, it's because I muted that person. Okay, now I need to mute you too. I don't, <laughs> just guilty by association. I don't I think- care. There's enough voices. Just the note to all the listeners. Treat your social media like you would your real life personal space. Yes. Create. If you would not say this shit to a person's face 
do not write it on the internet. Not even that. It's just if you've got someone toxic in your real life who kept saying, hey, toxic shit you'd stop hanging out with them yeah so there's absolutely no shame and if someone's toxic heinous shit keeps popping up on your timeline there's no harm in blocking or deleting them because you have the power to remove it from your life yeah it's not an echo chamber it's just keeping your mental health intact Mm -hmm. vitriolic is contagious so vitriol i should say being vitriolic is contagious vitriol is contagious you know it's one of those emotions that it's so insidious that if you're around it too much, you find yourself starting to be vitriolic. So, yeah. Take care of your, the good chemicals in your brain. Hmm. Yes. What's the new thing? Add some enrichment to your enclosure. <laughs> what? People have started referring to moving. The first time I saw it was on Twitter. Uh-huh. And it was from a Destiny creator, oddly enough. And she'd moved her stream space around, got some new lights and um, some new stream set up. And she mm. called it in adding enrichment to her enclosure. The next time I saw it was someone had gotten rid of all of the mugs in their kitchen and replaced them with the same, like, uniform mug. And she, they, he called it enriching his enclosure. No. Um, so a lot of people online and TikTok and Twitter and Instagram are, like, moving their furniture around or painting a wall and calling it enriching, putting enrichment in their enclosure. I really don't like it and I'm not sure why. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I just don't like the, like, the choice of words feels just unnecessary. <laughs> like, bedazzle like, your bits. We're just big stinky monkeys. Yeah, like, I mean, that much is true. <laughs> just, your house is just your enclosure. Like, yeah, logically, this all makes sense. I don't, I don't know what it is. I bought a ghastly figurine today. I'm enriching my enclosure. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's just, it's one of those things. And I think, like, building positive influences around you, especially in a gaming community, does, in general, make being involved and around that game much more enjoyable, too. Mm. Like, I think if anyone in our clan or our fire team was shitty and toxic and vitriolic, I don't think we'd still be playing Destiny if we'd had that moment ruined for us continuously. Yeah, I think everyone I has a I would, moment. I, I would have walked. Yeah. Everyone has a moment here and there where they're just like, oh, this fucking game. Like, yeah. I, I had a moment like that when duality kept breaking on us, but it was also, what, 11.30 at night? Yeah, it was getting <laughs> And we'd been way. at it for two yeah. hours. Yeah. Um. And it's fine to have that moment every now and then, but, like, if you have someone who is continuously just delivering shitty fucking hot takes, you know, just Or just yelling doesn't make it... stuff all the time. It's not a good time. Yeah. Or being entitled in the game. It's just, like, it doesn't make it fun. So it's, no. like, you wouldn't have these people on your fire team. Don't have them on your Twitter feed. No. Engage in the conversations that give you serotonin. Here's a challenge. Mm. If you see someone post their threads of light, just say, hey, good work. That looks really good. Or just drop a like. Do something. Yeah. It get, feels get, really good. I get real lazy about liking stuff on Twitter that I legitimately like. I just keep scrolling. I'm like, oh, wait, I should actually give them that little signal. We have a mutual, well, kind of mutual friend who uh, messages me to be like, this tweet that you posted 
I really like it. It's a very good joke. It's funny. But this is my professional account, so I can't actually engage uh, with it. <laughs> very good. <laughs> I wanted to reply to this tweet, but this is my professional account, so I'm going to DM you instead. Make a new account. Make a private account. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, yeah. Surprise, error code Blueberry, disappointed by people yelling on Twitter again. Yeah, it keeps being true, but for always for slightly different reasons every week. But there is also just, a, an overarching cycle to it, so we'll see I just what don't get it because one of the f my most favorite things and one of the funnest things for me as a person is complimenting people. Mm -hmm. I love complimenting people. Yeah, not a lot people. of people develop that. And gassing people up. Yeah. I like when you tell me good news, I like to type in all capitals, letters, and swear a whole bunch. Yeah. And send a lot of gifts. Yes. Just, it's just easier, like, come <laughs> across a thread of light instead of being like, oh, you should have used this shader instead. Just be like, that looks good, homie. Yeah. Very nice. Have a good day. Yeah, they didn't ask for your feedback, so don't give it to them. Just say something nice or nothing and move on. Also, like, it's one of those things I can guarantee that there is something there that you can compliment. Yep. When I say I like your dress, I don't mean necessarily the color or the cut. There might be one small element of the dress that I enjoy, but I will tell you that I like your dress. That's all you need. Do that on Twitter. Yeah. In whatever way makes sense for you. And that doesn't mean be a shithead. Be nice in some small way. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. on Cosmo's tweets, I'll just res respond with, I hope you're having a good day. <laughs> and I'll just oh. leave. <laughs> or when he was on holiday, I was like, I hope you're having a lovely holiday. Bye. Here's a picture of my cat. Yeah. I should do that. Here's a picture of Sergey. <laughs> yeah. Here's my cat in a box. Just like tell the story about your pets in replies. <laughs> or like if someone tweets that they're having a bad day, I'll just post a picture of Sergey. Yeah. Like here's some serotonin for you. Yeah. Let them face dog-like judgment. And he will say, you're a good boy too. You're going to have to name my next dog Clovis, aren't I? No. Not necessarily. I'm looking to adopt one of those ugly, naked sphinx cats, so... Oh, that would be... i just pick any Exo, then. Or, Not Cade. Or I was... Another thing I was thinking is, like, either an Elixney name or a Hive name, because they're both pretty gross, too. Mm. Couldn't do Varix. Little Crota. <laughs> Little Crota. Because <laughs> if it ends up being a female, I want to name it Ebriatus from Ooh. Bloodborne. Yeah, I never got far in Bloodborne. Ebriatus, daughter, orphan of the cosmos. Ooh. Big, ugly spider. Good title, weird name. Daughter of the cosmos is all right. Uh, I think it's orphan of the cosmos, or, yeah, actually. Orphan. I fucked up. Uh, on, oh, I think I fucked up. But I, either way, on its own, orphan of the cosmos would be a great name. You don't need Ebriatus to throw that shit away. Well, my favorite screenshot from Bloodborne, which is living failure. And I just send that to people like, <laughs> <laughs> they put me in Bloodborne. Uh. 
Wow. Uh, all right, that's probably a good point to get up out of here. Before we, yeah. I don't, I don't know where we would go from here anyway. That's it. We just turned it into a podcast. Hey, YouTube comments. Name my cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Um, one like equals one cat name. I don't know how to do this anymore. Um, hit the buttons and name cats in the comments below. Uh, this is rough. just cats. I, I, yeah, Tom. Name your favorite cat. I need to go make in coffee. the hat. <laughs> ah, Mister in the hat. Good to see you again. Garfield. No, Garfield is an eldritch horror. <laughs> True. <laughs> All right, we will see you next week here on Erico Blueberry. Bye. Bye. Be nice to each other, or Thanks. I'll fucking find you. Thank you for coming. Bye. Have a good time. <laughs> okay, bye.